Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgeford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you were blessed by this message. Let's give it up for Rod. Thank you. My wife likes it too. <laughs> Before we get out of hand, let me rather just stick to my notes. Welcome everybody this morning. I must say, there's really a festive atmosphere this morning. There's just something about the atmosphere this morning that's different from our normal service. It's not that everybody's talking, but that everybody is here to celebrate something. And that celebration is to see seven people get baptized. I know when you come to Christ and you make a decision to serve Christ and say, Lord, I accept you to be my Lord and Savior, that can be a personal decision. So that's between you and God. So you say, Lord, you can do it in the quiet of your own home with nobody else looking. You can decide to, to serve Christ. Okay, so that's personal between you. But what you do at baptism, at baptism you say in front of everybody else, I acknowledge Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Okay, so that's just something out there that wasn't, that's not even part of my notes. I've got 10 minutes. I already used 30 seconds of that. So <laughs> if you're in the room and you're wondering, why is this guy talking so funny? Why he's got such a funny accent? It's not funny. It's just the way I talk. To me, you sound funny. Okay. Okay, so I'm hearing this differently. So why do we baptize? Because I'm here to talk about baptism. Why do we baptize? Why? Because Jesus, in his last, last words to, to his disciples, he says to them, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them and teaching them. So Jesus, in his very, very last words on this earth, he says to his disciples who are the future church leaders, he says, you go out, you make disciples of people, but part of that discipleship is you have to baptize them and you have to teach them. So the responsibility of the church is to baptize people and to teach them. If you are not in a church, let me just clarify that. If you are not in a church, but you are a Christian, I would suggest you find yourself a church because it's important that you sit under a teaching. You cannot be a Christian on your own. You have to sit under a teaching, but that's a different thing completely, okay? So I'm here to talk about baptism. So now we know that Jesus says, and it's very clear, that you have to be baptized. So this is why the church baptizes now. There are quite a few ways and quite a few methods of baptism in the Bible. We have the baptism of Moses, where Moses and the Israelites, remember, they were fleeing from Egypt and they went through the Red Sea. 
So they came from a bad place and going towards a good place, and part of that journey was going through the waters. Once they went through the waters and they came to the other side, God destroyed the enemies who were behind them, and now they've got a new slate ahead of them. But just because they came out of it does not say there wasn't enemies ahead of them because they still had a fight ahead of them. So baptism, as you go through the waters, if you're looking at in the sense of the baptism of Moses, is that you've come out of something, you're going through the waters, what you've, what you've had behind you, God will destroy that, but there's still things ahead of you that you have to deal with, unfortunately. Because it's not easy being a Christian. It's not easy living the life of a Christian, but you are hawking the path with others. This church, as we sit here, we are all with you, and that's why it's good to be part of the body and the family of Christ. Amen? Amen. Then we have the baptism of John the Baptism, which is repentance. John the Baptism said, repent. So that was the first thing he said. The most important, he said, repent. So that's the baptism of John the Baptist. And then you also get the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. So when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and the others, he baptized them and they got power. So that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But what we are doing this morning is called the baptism into Jesus. So this morning, all of you who are going into the waters, you are doing what we call the baptism into Jesus. In Galatians 3 verse 27 it says, For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. So when you are baptized, you put on Christ. In Romans 6, it says, and here Paul is talking about sin. He's, talk, he's talking to the church, the Roman church, and they've been going through some bad things. These are all Christians in the Roman church. And he tells them in Romans 6 verse 1, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who have died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So just to explain this, this is saying that your baptism has got to do with your personal identification in Christ. Your identification, what you identify with, has now been changed through baptism. Your guilt before God is removed the moment that you trust in God. So your salvation is completely different from your baptism. But baptism is your personal testimony to the 
inward assurance of your passage from your old life to your new life in Christ and according to your faith. So as you go into the waters, it's your faith. You say, by faith, I step into the water. And by faith, I now identify with Christ Jesus. My old self has died. And my new self has now risen. So how does that work? Baptism relates to Jesus in these ways. It means, firstly, that we have turned from the old life of sin to the new life in Jesus. Secondly, it means we are publicly identifying with the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ Jesus. And thirdly, it means that you are now joining the ranks of other believers. When you are baptized, you are visually preaching the gospel. Do you know that? You are visually preaching the gospel. As you stand in the water, firstly, you stand in the water. You symbolize Jesus dying on the cross. First thing, you're standing there, and as you're standing there, you're symbolizing Christ on the cross. Secondly, you symbolize as you go into the water, you're symbolizing Jesus going into the tomb. And as you come out of the water, you're symbolizing the resurrection of Christ Jesus. So, personally, as you are being baptized, you're saying, I am dying with Jesus Christ. I am buried with Jesus Christ. And I am now raised to a new life in Jesus Christ. There's loads of us, these people here, may never, ever be in a church again. Never. But what you guys are doing this morning will resonate with some people for the rest of their lives. The words that you'll speak from this pulpit this morning about your testimony will be the first time somebody has heard a testimony about Jesus Christ. What you are doing this morning is not only for yourself. You may think it's only for yourself, but you will be changing lives this morning by your testimony and by you going through the waters. So when you come up, don't be scared. I know that some of us, you feel fearful having to speak in front of people. I pray that the Holy Spirit may embolden you this morning to speak the right words. Just speak about what you have gone through and who you are now. Even if it means you have to close your eyes and imagine everybody naked. Apparently, uh, that, uh, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a bit cold over here. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but I managed to spend some time with you guys last week. And I am so blessed that you are doing this this morning. This church is so blessed because of what you are doing 
this morning. And God is so pleased for what you are doing this morning. Amen. Awesome.